Hey, what's up? It's Alex Morgan. And for me, the start of the new year is all about commitments, setting your intentions, restarting your routine, and committing to you from day one. Body Armor Light, the low-calorie, zero-sugar-added sports drink. Shop now on Amazon.com. Hey there. Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy. Editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio uh, with Nancy and Lisa. And today we're welcoming back Glenn Burrows. He is a family history expert and owner and tour operator of Norfolk Tours in England. So whatever you want to experience in England, just call Glenn, 1-800-GLENN. <laughs> Go to <laughs> norfolk-tours.co.uk. Um, and uh, he really puts packages together, whether people are, you know, Digging up their, I really don't want to say digging up family digging history, up that, that's because you don't want to take people to graveyards and say, dig up your family history. <laughs> I do you take know. them to graveyards, but they don't dig up the ancestors. <laughs> yeah. No, no digging up of ancestors, but uh, maybe you want to go and see special sites, go stay in bed and breakfast, have a mm. pint in a pub. Uh, Glenn really does all of that. So again, it's norfolk-tours.co.uk. He's been on our show for years and uh, this year being our anniversary year of Big Blend Radio and Big Blend Magazines. It's a big year. We're the Jubilee, but we're not as mm-hmm. big as the Queen because she has a big anniversary. Um, but our experts are having special show series, and Glenn is on every month. Glenn, uh, we're excited to have you every fourth Saturday. You can hear Glenn here on Big Blend Radio. If you're in England, it'll be Sunday morning at midnight. <laughs> <So> <laughs> but anyway, well, it'll get better. It'll get better. But welcome back, Glenn. How are you? Well, fantastic here. Thanks. Yeah, lovely, lovely sunny day here. Ah, it's nice. Cool. It is nice. That's good yeah. to hear. And, you know, we're laughing about our silver jubilee of the of Big Blend magazines, but like I said, the Queen is 70 years. She's been the monarch of England and beyond. Wow. Yeah, February the 6th, 1952, she became Queen of England. Wow. And how old was she then? Do you know? Uh, 20, 25, I think she was. Wow, that's so young. Yeah, she, but, was uh, a, she was a young girl. Yeah, you've got a great article up on blendradioandtv.com and everyone can check it out now um, where you talk about how it, she wasn't supposed to be. I mean, a woman running the country at that point. I mean, obviously, there's been women queens in Scotland and over the years, but this was not what was supposed to happen. Well, I mean, obviously, Queen Victoria was yeah. up, up until up until the queen um, was the longest reigning monarch of England she'd been she was queen for 64 years but but when Queen Elizabeth was born in 1926 she was just another member of the royal family because her dad was not expected to be king because Edward VIII who was at that time the Prince of Wales um, he was expected to be king and he did actually become king Mm -hmm. but then as we all know when um, it hit the fan, so to speak, in England in 1936, uh, and mm. Wallace Simpson um, reared her head, the the government of the day, and also the governments of the the rest of the world, who were still a lot of the world were still under British rule. Um, a lot of the governments throughout the world didn't want the King of England to be 
uh, a marry a divorcee, especially a twice divorcee. Naughty, naughty. Oh, twice. <laughs> horror. Woo woo. Um, <laughs> so he had the choice of either finding another bride or or abdicating, and he abdicated. Wow! And wow! Him and, wow! Him and him and Wallace Simpson left the country and got married in France and lived in wow. France for most of their lives. Because even with Prince Charles, that was a big to do when Lady Di and Prince Charles split. That yeah. was a big deal then. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's well, kind of current still. Well, the thing is, you see, I mean, the Queen's children, um, apart from Edward, they've all now been divorced. You know, I mean, Anne got divorced. Charles has been divorced. Andrew's been divorced. That's right, Sarah Ferguson, you know? yeah. So they've, they've all been divorced apart from apart from Prince Edward. And, um, you know, it, it really wasn't the thing that you would have expected. So, like I say, when the Queen was born, she wasn't expecting, or her family were not expecting to be uh, high royals. They were expecting to be, you know, some of the, some of the other royals in the royal family, but not in the limelight. Mm. So and did do they get paid? I mean, is there get, some? They they do get uh, an an amount of money. Uh, it's I think it's called the what's it called the royal purse or something. So they do get paid. Oh. All members of the royal family who perform things to do with the royal family, like attend events and things, they get paid from oh. the. I think it's called the privy purse. Mm. Um, <laughs> So they get an amount of money, but they also get their lives paid for anyway. You know, even mm. if they're not working, they're living in Kensington Palace or this palace or another palace yeah. or, you know. Mm. And also, I mean, you know as well as I do, uh, and this isn't, I'm, I'm not saying this in a political way with a small p, um, you mm. know, some of the royal family are, are, are very doing very nicely thank you because they're members of the royal family mm -hmm. you know, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I, I'm the director of such a thing just because i'm a member of the royal family or i'm i'm on this letterhead just because i'm a member of the royal family and get paid twenty thousand pound a week for for doing it wow there are some who do that hmm. they do wow. get the ones who work do get paid from the privy purse and so it's interesting about, you know, royal families, because it's, it's kind of shifted at one point, because it, the royal family was the government. I mean, look at Queen Victoria. I mean, this was wars. They, I mean, there were women at the helm of wars, massive yeah. wars. I mean, even if you think of World War One and Two, I mean, it's, but before that, there were really big wars that were going on. And the royal families were really involved, even if you think about Russians, Russia's history, um, you know, that they had the royal families and here it comes, everything went crazy. But it wasn't, so it kind of is interesting how royal families, then you've got the church, right? And then you've got government and how those three kind of, who's who's doing what? But really now we're down to government is in the royal families more like, um, um, I don't want to say a mascot, but a, a figurehead. Figurehead, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a well better put. Yeah, mascot <laughs> for, for the country. Well, our we have a mascot, and she's a pink they're, little sock monkey called Priscilla. Yeah. That is not a queen, though she thinks mm. she is a queen. But um, mm. we'll let her be a princess, you know. But yeah. Princess Priscilla, so, I like so the that. Things that. The things that you're talking about, where the royal family actually went into war with 
the the rest of the population you're talking about the middle ages yeah um, up until Cromwell's time the royal family had a lot more say to do with the government as such so you do find that the monarch was actually the one who was passing the laws but now at the moment yes the queen has to sign the laws of the land but really and truly she hasn't got any choice mm. Um, mm. although she has to sign it and I suppose if she wanted to she could say no I don't know how far she would get if she said no but basically mm. speaking the queen does what the government tells her to do up to a point but she is still the monarch so she you had to, to put that up to a point in there because she's listening right now going glenn i'm 70 years old in this <laughs> but it, <laughs> maybe it, it, in my but 90s but i'm 70 years of running this but she's, it's yeah. it is interesting i mean if you look at our recent history um you know the difference between what government says and does and the, um the like i mean look at president so-called trump person uh -oh. <laughs> oh, oh great boy. nancy now we're gonna get in trouble well no i mean he, is, he really he really um really pushed the envelope as far as what he was allowed to do and not allowed to do and now i think our government's looking at how do we um we got to put more checks and balances in the system yes, yes. i mean and that is the whole point because in england um, I mean, this is another a completely different subject, but in England, government is that we have the House of Commons, That's which right. is in, in, in theory, and I say in theory, mm -hmm. because the House of Commons is supposed to be made up of the common people. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Right. Um, anyway, <laughs> so it's made up of the common people who are basically elected into the positions that they're in. So they're supposed, <laughs> supposed to represent the people who elect them right let's not get into that um yeah <laughs> so they, i agree <laughs> they make the laws and then that has to go through the other house which is mm -hmm. the house of lords and the lords are not elected they are an appointed body and mm -hmm. then ultimately it goes to the queen for her queen's assent that's called mm -hmm. her permission so in theory there are um, in our government, three ways of making sure that any laws that go through, go through a process. Mm. But um, I will say, and this is my opinion totally, the system is broken. Mm -hmm. it's broken, broken for a lot of years. Mm -hmm. um, and at the moment, we are in a complete muddle because the House of Commons does not represent common people and it is not made up of common people. Mm. It's very yeah. similar to this mm. country. I mean, when Nancy mm -hmm. was you know, coming on, on uh, Trump uh, and his past president, and he really did show how many loopholes are in the system, how right. many holes were there, and mm -hmm. made us all aware of actually starting to learn our own political system, what's legal, what's not. And mm -hmm. so there's always, you know, it, it, and it's it's interesting what's happening in this country with it all, but and part of why he did so well is that there really 
we we need people to also represent the common people like you're saying he went out to the common people and it shows a very huge need and i don't care what political party everyone's on nancy and i are tired we love to party you know that we love our champagne sunday mm -hmm. but i'll tell you this we do not like what's going on because the the both parties because we have two and we should have more than one we like a lot of parties but it's gone to the part of no one's representing anyone. So some, I think it's no. not, it's just not just America. It's not just no. England. This is, um, I think we're just, it's a sign of the times. It's, mm -hmm. we're in a shift and we're, I think having the global age and I want to get back to the queen and what you were talking about, how long she's reigned, 70 years she's reigned. Mm -hmm. Yet at the same That's time, she's time. in her nineties. She's been through a whole bunch and here we are, I think the digital age, having information on a little computer, a phone, it has made it that we are, as the common people, getting a little bit more aware of things, and that riles up all kinds of stuff, and um, I think it's going to take a few years for us all to... Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better... You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great kind of realize I hoped COVID would have taught us all a lesson but it's really about there's a bunch of greedy people at the top it's you know, and no so matter what party you're part of there's greedy people and that this is global but we are starting to see things and so I think there's restlessness around the world because well, we're starting to there, learn more and is see there more. any is there anybody in politics in in either country that hasn't really that isn't rich yeah yeah not, not many the, no. the trouble is in the english system to stand for parliament you need to put up a load of money exactly and that's the same with us i mean and most of it's advertising costs yeah but so when we it, you know when we lived in kenya we saw they had one political party and so there wasn't fundraisers for two different or three different parties going and and raising money for a candidate um, there was one political party and they had a political television channel so basically anybody in kenya could run for free they didn't have to go raise the cash to advertise because they probably already, ran just to get on tv <laughs> i know but it was just but and i mean it sounds wonderful but uh, but the same token I received a voting card and there was no way I should have got a card and the card was fun because there was a, a quarter moon on it, there was a hammer and you there was a goat and you voted for the symbol. So I'm like, I vote for the goat because I like animals better than I do tin cans. You know? yeah. 
<laughs> so I mean, I mean the, and there was their system had there was a good part to it, but then at that time I'm talking so many years ago I have no idea how they vote today, but um, I thought it was pretty funny because I wasn't I wasn't I was a resident but not that, legal to yeah to not legal to vote. I, I personally don't agree with party pol political system. I believe mm -hmm. in local representation by mm -hmm. independent people. Mm -hmm. And yes. I think that that is the way forward. The trouble is that I don't think it's going to happen because the party system is, is, has been going for too long. Mm -hmm. And it's going to need a revolution. Yeah. I think, but that's why I say yeah. it. But it is a revolution, <laughs> but it's a global one because mm -hmm. a lot of the countries, like I was saying, we're all sitting in that same spot. And locally, you can hold someone's feet to the fire, not physically, mm -hmm. but you can, and you get to know them. They're living down your street. And mm -hmm. I think decisions, especially when we look at climate change and all of these issues we are facing in the world, when it comes to local, you know what your town needs more than somebody who's never been there, who yeah. tells you what to do. You yeah. know, this, it's every town is and community is different and has different needs, has different weather patterns, though, you know, tornadoes are happening in this country in places they're not supposed mm -hmm. to at the wrong time. It's like, excuse me, Mother Nature, can you do a detour? But it's not happening. So I think mm -hmm. it's it's interesting. But the Queen has been through a lot. What you think about 70 years. So she's been through mm -hmm. wars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, thing, the thing that that really we all have to realize is that Queen has been Queen for seventy years, but she's mm -hmm. lived, she's lived nearly up to a hundred. You know, she's yeah, 90, yeah. Mm -hmm. 94, 95. Yeah, so that's she, a lot. She is, um, she's had a, an amazing life, and her life has seen so many changes. I mean, it's mm -hmm. unbelievable what has happened in the world during her lifetime. Mm. I mean, when she was born. Yeah, radio was just about coming in. Wow. But, but you know, that weren't really, I mean, aeroplanes, yes. I mean, she was born in 1926. So it was after the First World War. So yes, aeroplanes were the things that you would have seen. But not, I think 1927 was when they first flew across the Atlantic, if I remember rightly, but I'm, I wouldn't, don't, don't quote me on that. Um, you know, so cars were just yes, coming, cars were yeah. about, but but there weren't that very good com, uh, um, communication systems. You know, you needed a, a cable to use a telephone. So mm. if you think about it, I pick up that thing and I can now call you um, from my living room. I mean, that has all happened since the Queen has been mm -hmm. well, since the Queen has been Queen, but since she's been alive, you know everybody having such things as hot and cold running water has been in her lifetime because even when i was little we only had cold water in the house we never had hot water um inside wow. toilets you know i mean when i was little again we we still had outside toilets down the yard which was a bucket my dad had to empty and so i mean the world has just completely changed within mm. her reign within the mm. one woman's power i mean she's been oh, we've just talked about how much power she's really got but during her her reign of being queen of england and the united kingdom and the commonwealth and whatever um 
the world has changed beyond belief. I mean, it's, I remember. Even we have Netflix. Now, I mean, I, I haven't, I've never known another monarch since I've been, I'm 62. Mm, yeah. you know, wow. I mean, my, my, yeah. dad, my dad was um, uh, uh, an older teenager. I think he was 19 when she became queen. He's now 88. You know, so I mean, yeah. you've got to just take into account how much of this world the queen has seen. Mm -hmm. And and she has knowledge. I mean, the queen is amazing. The queen speaks fluent French. Um, she speaks, I don't know, I think she speaks other languages. I mean, they do say that the queen does a fantastic Norfolk accent, which I'd love to hear, but they do reckon <laughs> that she does. Um, That's I mean, funny. She knows, she knows Norfolk because, I mean, she spent a lot of her life in Norfolk because mm -hmm. of Sandringham, which is behind your head at the minute. You know, yeah. so, I, mean, I mean, the queen knows her country, which is something that, getting back to politics, a lot of politicians don't know their country because they don't, they don't know as much as the queen. The queen is an amazing woman. Mm. You know, really is and she's been around the world and i, I wanted to say oh, too yeah. she's also uh was on the front lines in war didn't she serve her country in in the military yeah, I mean, although, no she went on the front line um but she was um in the um ats which is the um the woman's sort of training service and she used to drive uh, army trucks around and things so she did take part. wow right on cool. that's she cool was, weren't actually on the front lines. Um, Prince William, um, Prince uh, Harry, yes, and he, Andrew have all served on the front yes. line. You know, yeah, so they, you've you've got to hand it to those royals. Um, probably not Andrew as much as you'd like to at the moment. Um, but you know, <laughs> things he he has done his bit. Actually, yeah. I, I really believe that anybody who serves in our government, whether they're Democrat or Republican or progressive, should have done some kind of either military service or community service of hmm. some type yeah. in order to it's qualify to ask. run. I mean, I, I used to work in a, in a factory and one of, the, one of the owner's sons actually went through the entire factory because he needed to see what his factory did. And yeah. when he then talked about it, he knew what he was talking about. So he, yeah. worked along, he, walked, he worked alongside me on the production line, you know, doing manual labor. So mm. he knew what he was talking about, which, and I hand it to him, you know, mm. because that then means he can have a word with anybody and feel right, right closed. Yeah. And, right. You know, the queen, again, is the sort of person who does that. Um, mm. I knew a man who used to, I mean, used to run her pigeon lofts. Now the queen <laughs> has racing pigeons. Okay. And I, I know them, I knew the man, he sadly passed away. Um, I knew the man who had her pigeon lofts and the queen and the Duke of Edinburgh used to come to his house. Um, every time they was down in Sandringham, they used to come to the house, see the pigeons and have, have a, a cup of tea with the wow. people in cool. my village you know wow. that's cool. now that's lovely that the queen of yes. england the queen of england mixes with common people yeah that's good exactly yeah that's yeah. good and sending him that's something I, I wanted to touch on because that's doesn't she go there for holidays and then you know and and just like the royal family as such 
um, and you said even Lady Diana has, has been there, um, that that is an icon for Nor Norfolk. And oh, you can't yeah. go there as a guest, right? As visitors, you, you've taken oh, yeah, your yeah, guests. Sun Sandringham House is open to the public during the sort of normally from Easter to October. And that is mm. that is the, the royal family's private house. Um, it doesn't belong to the, to the state, to the country. It belongs to the Queen herself. Oh. Um, there is, I did do an article, it's on, it's on mm. the website, all about mm. Sandringham. Um, and yes, I mean, Diana knew, knew it well because she was born next door, mm. to, in oh. a house next door to Sandringham House, because her dad used to work for the Queen. Um, but yes, I mean, the Queen normally comes here for Christmas and New Year. Um, and she didn't this year because of all this COVID stuff going mm. on. Um, and she normally stays up until the 6th of February. She always stays in until the 6th of February when her dad died because her dad died in Sandringham on the 6th of February. As, oh, as wait, did, that was going to say, 6th of January, Epiphany. Um, when you think about her dad now, is not is he the one that got euthanized? Or no, is that no, some, no, no. Her, her granddad. Was um, King George, he was youthful. So we got to touch on that. I'm not letting you yeah. go until we touch on this because this is some crazy stuff. Yeah, being youthful. What year? Things. Yeah, what year was this? When we think this, back, this was this was in 1936, and this was George V. Wow, um, which was the the Queen's. He was the Queen's grandfather, and and what happened was that um, Lord Bertrand Dawson, who was the King's physician. Um, you know, he was looking after the king. He'd been he'd been taken unwell on the I think it was the fifteenth of January. He still took to his bed, and on the twentieth of January, um, Bertrand Dawson wrote in his diary, and I did just look this up, so I've got it. I can read it to you. Um, so on the night of the twentieth of January, he wrote in his diary, "I therefore decided to determine the end, and injected." morphia three quarters of a gram and shortly afterwards cocaine one gram into Whoa. the king's descended jugular vein wow the injection Dude, resulted he in got high death. before he went <laughs> the king's death um actually was um wow happened that night and according to dawson's journal which was released to the public in 1986 so this is 50 years afterwards he intended the um, to grant the king a painless death and to guarantee that his passing would be announced in the morning papers rather than the less appropriate evening journals. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah, and that is actually wow. in the man's diaries. And Just they, imagine. archives are held in the Windsor Castle archives. So Can you imagine your doctor yeah. takes you out so that you could be in the New York Times instead of the Washington Post? Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Let's take a moment and think about the things you love. It could be stuff like vintage vinyl. 
<laughs> stylish sunglasses, or your exotic fish collection. Whatever your passion is, the new Multiply the Cash Scratchers from DC Lottery gives you a chance to multiply your cash by 5, 10, 25, or even 100 times and enjoy a lot more of the stuff that makes you, you. Multiply the Cash Scratchers from DC Lottery. If you love it, multiply it. Please play responsibly. No, I mean, who knows what John's better? Come on. But that's interesting because you think about then and and... As writers, you know that, okay, the evening journals, you're, you're scrambling at that point to make sense of what has happened. You know, and you think back to the days where newspapers came out, you know, twice a day, and it wasn't like, and you got to think way back then, it was a different kind of production. Yes. But then, you know, journalists would work through the night to get what happened during the day on the newspaper for the morning. Okay, this is what happened. And things would continue on during the night. So... That's really interesting. So the king must have wanted that, too. <laughs> I don't think the king had the I choice. I don't think so. Oh, you don't think so? He didn't have the choice? Well, I mean, I would say I want to go out all happy. No. They gave me morphine when <laughs> I, I mean, broke my arm. It felt good. You know, <laughs> yeah, I but mean, you, you the, can't the mix thought, it with cocaine. Today, when, when this all came out, the thought that somebody could have actually murdered the king of England mm -hmm. is just beyond comprehension but it is murder yeah really. it is it's, it's, it's totally, totally murder. murder so did did anybody oh. know that back then i mean did he get in trouble the doctor or um, i don't think so I've, I've, wow i haven't i haven't really looked into it because i mean that was 1936 yeah it was, it's... It was the year before my mum was born so I, I don't think i would really be that interested but yeah i mean it is a fascinating huh. thing to think that his physician would would kill the king just so wow. he could get in the morning papers <laughs> what happened to the hypocritical oath <laughs> I, I, yeah. well I no know. but it's his diary got taken i mean that's that's amazing and you know the diaries really wow and think about yeah. how we used to keep diaries i mean i know a lot of people now it's journaling but diaries were a big deal i mean taking notes mm. on things and there's a lot of people a lot of explorers who did really amazing things but they were terrible at keeping their diary. Like yeah. even Fremont, uh, you know, uh, Fremont, I mean, he out, out, he went with Kit Carson and everything and his wife apparently wrote his journals for him. Well, yeah. not everybody went to school back then. Yeah, no. But I mean, um, Queen Victoria had, had a fantastic diary. Her hmm. diaries are totally amazing because I mean, she journaled everything. So, I mean, that, the, a lot That's of the royal cool. family do. I don't know whether the Queen writes a diary. I've never really looked into that. So that could be a worth Because, I mean, her, they, her, they her had scribes. I thought they had scribes. Like, they didn't physically maybe write it themselves. They just told somebody to write it down for them. No, I think Victoria <laughs> did her own. I, I, she, I, I wow. don't forget that, but mm. I think so. Huh. So what happens when the Queen passes away? Who takes over? Well, Charles is the next one in line. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Lisa? I don't know. And, well, see, now he brought Camilla into the fold, which was a big shake-up. Well, there's also the, the big debate as to whether, um, you know, whether she would become Queen Camilla or not. But I don't know. Who knows? I, I, live, I live today oh, and, yeah. um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, because it can change just like her becoming. I mean, you've queen. also got to realize that you know the queen has been queen for over seventy years, and Prince Charles is over seventy. So you know, 
maybe it goes to somebody younger. Well, who, who knows? I mean, the Queen has always got the opportunity to abdicate in favour of the next generation and whether Charles would take it or not, or whether he would say, right, we'll give it straight to William. I don't know. You know, mm -hmm. the world is a very strange place at the moment. Yes. And the royal family can do a lot of things that they want to do. So if they wanted to think about passing it straight down to William, I suppose they could. I don't know. Hmm. Wow. It's going to be interesting to watch what's, what happens, you know, because I we don't have that many royal families left around the world. No, probably not. I mean, Hawaii had, you know, they had some really amazing and interesting rulers. Yeah. Um, women. Mm -hmm. the man, a, oh, there was a queen who probably came from the nation. And she was of one of the Pacific Islands, mm. and she was she was the star of the show at the coronation because she was she was bigger than life in in all ways of yeah. thinking. I can't remember what what her name was, but I think she was a, a an island queen as well. And, wow. Uh, there there are a lot of there are still a lot of royal families, but there are also a lot of royal families that aren't continuing as royal families because mm. the countries have changed but they're still there if you know what I mean mm -hmm. in the background. Mm. so you know there are there are still some others but mm. you know our royal family goes right the way back further than a lot of them do yeah what yeah. wow have you ever seen her like in person yeah yeah I've, I've seen her I've seen her at Sandringham actually I've been to um, the church um, at the new year because normally the royal family goes to church while they're at Sandringham and they walk, well, the Queen doesn't walk now, but they at that time they did. They used to walk from the house up to the church and the members of the public can stand and, and watch them go to church. So I've been, um, I was then gonna say, I've been from, you know, from me to you, away from mm. the Queen, but oh. I've been from, from me to the end of my dining table, away right. from the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh and Diana and Charles, mm. you know, because they all walked to church and we were just standing beside them in the on the path. But I wonder what it's like to be like in that kind mm. of scrutiny. I've never met her. Yeah. Mm. But she seems to have a sense of humor, you know, yes. with musicians um, going through. She likes music, obviously. Yeah. She's very much a music, you know, lover. And yeah. that, you know, there's a certain way to curtsy, bow and all of these different oh, yes. protocols. But yes. she seems pretty, I don't know. Down to earth. Everybody who I have heard who have met the Queen personally say that she is fantastic at putting them at her at their ease. She mm. she doesn't she doesn't stand on ceremony. Well, she does stand on ceremony, but mm. she doesn't. I mean, I, I know the the lady whose husband used to be the Queen's um, pigeon man, um, yeah. you know. She she said that she just used to come in and sit down and have a cup of tea, you know, and just be normal. Just be normal, yeah. I mean, and, I mean, and that, I that's mean, lovely mm. to think that you know. Um, I was going to say, you know, a normal person that you know what I mean. You know, yeah. an ev everyday commoner can have the queen sitting in their living room, actually being like a normal person. That must be lovely. Yeah, I remember a story about the queen meeting Idi Amin. And um, that he ate with his hands and didn't use silverware. Yeah. And so she decided not to use silverware either. 
Yeah. So just so that he wouldn't feel uncomfortable, I doubt that he would feel uncomfortable. But yeah, um, you know, I, I didn't think he was that sensitive type. But um, <laughs> you know, but I remember that story. I have no idea if it's true, but I just remembered that that was a story that I heard when we were living in Kenya. That um, when the Queen met him, she and that she was like that with people, whatever the custom of the person that was at her table followed, that she would follow that custom as well. Yeah, yeah, she is. She 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 does seem to be the sort of person who would who would put you at, at ease. Mm -hmm. and I suppose that she's she's met so many people. I mean, I, I, I did put in my article, you know, that mm -hmm. she's known all of the American presidents since Truman. That's I know crazy, Truman huh? was president. That's Nancy's favorite president. Right. Yeah. You know, but I yeah. mean, obviously she, I don't know whether she met all of them, but I mean, she met a lot of them. I know she, mm -hmm. she met Nixon um, because wow. uh, you, sent, you sent a lovely picture of her on horseback. It looks like that was probably at Sandringham, actually. I don't know. That, that was um, that was Ronald Reagan. Oh right, yeah, Reagan. Yeah, sorry, not Nixon. It's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking about something else. Um, but, you know, I mean, she, she, um, she, she has to mix with all of these different rulers, and you know, yeah. all mm -hmm. over the world, and she has to. I mean, she has to meet them because that's what she's told to do. You know. Right. You know how funny it is. You just said ruler. And you know, now we're so much in this culture of there are leaders. No, they're not. They are rulers. You know, when you think about, you know, the politicians are now rulers versus yeah. you know what I mean? That's it's yeah. it's interesting. Well, I, would, I wouldn't want to have to follow some of our so-called leaders into war. No thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye. No. No, but I think I think this is just fascinating kind of looking at, at her life and then just the way the world has changed during her time. I mean, yeah. you think, I wonder if, you know, being a mother too, I mean, she had given birth to her two children, right, before she became queen, yeah. if that helped her also have some balance of humanity, you know? Yeah, but I mean, you've also got to remember that she was brought up in the time when children were seen and not heard. No. And, <laughs> And you know she was it's also a good time. Yeah, she, <laughs> she was brought up in the in the times when, especially for her class, that the children were were sort of brought down to be patted on the head and then sent to bed with the nanny. Oh, that's yes. so fun. because yeah. that, that was that was the norm in those mm -hmm. days. I mean, oh. her and the Duke of Edinburgh were actually uh, in Africa when she became queen, and the children were left at home being looked after by family and mm -hmm. nanny. You know, mm -hmm. now that that is not something that, for instance, um, Diana did when you know she she didn't want to spend time away from her children. Right. And William and, William and Kate, they take their children you everywhere. Know, you know, all right. So they've got nannies, but William and Kate have are, are modern, obviously people. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Queen was was brought up by somebody who was born in eighteen ninety five. You know, her right. dad was born in 1895. So, you know, it's a massive difference. Yes. You know, that's, mm. that is something, again, that, that is, it's difficult to get your head around the mm -hmm. changes that have happened in the world, but also the changes that have happened in the world of the Queen. Because, you know, we've all seen Downton Abbey. And the way things mm -hmm. were in Downton Abbey, well, that was the way the Queen was was still living. 
you know, she was still living with butlers and servants. And yes, she still got butlers and servants today, but there's, there's a massive difference between what it was like in those days and what it is now. You know, you know I've just seen in Kenya they had chamber pots under the bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, bet they don't have them anymore. Um, well, yeah. We do. <laughs> we've, we've had chamber pots in, in, mm -hmm. in places that we've stayed, like in the Kalahari Desert. Well, it's a lot easier pots. than going outside. Well, yeah, because there were lions outside, and there really was. And the couple, in the we were staying in this cabin, so it was split, so it was like a little duplex. So the other couple were there. We went out, and there really was a lion right by the mm -hmm. bathroom, the outside bathroom. Yeah. And Nancy fun. went in the bathroom and left me outside <laughs> with the lion. And she thought it was hysterical. And they, when they roar and they start doing their grunts, well, there was it's really fence. loud. But there but was, he was there. But he there was, was on fence, the other side still, of the fence. But still... <laughs> So we go in the bathroom. I mean, we do the you know go go back to bed. We're giggling. We think this is now funny. Yeah, and the next hysterical. morning, before daylight, you hear them take their chamber pot and throw the remains outside. And they, you know, yeah. you would have thought you would walk into the toilet, but no, they're you know. <laughs> and we went, ah, oh, you went potty in your chamber pot. <laughs> but but Nan Nancy was used to lions with her born free experience. Exactly. Yes, there is. She was used yeah. to it. She's used to I, the, I still, I still can't, I still can't get over that fact because I remember it would have been in the mid to late sixties. I went. My grandmother took me to the cinema to see the film. Wow. And, and whenever I, I, I think, <laughs> whenever I think of Nancy, I always think of my my nanny who took me to the Aww. cinema to see Born Free. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. The, you were with Pippa the Leopard. But Elsa um, at that point had Penny, passed when Penny, Penny, Penny. Yeah. Who's Pippa? I don't know why I'm thinking Pippa's of Pippa. a cheetah. Oh, okay. Pippa. Penny's a leopard. <laughs> it was my job to track her by radio and make sure that she got fed. In That's Nancy's African, first radio job. African, yeah. So I would be following, you know, following a leopard. And then part of my brain was going, this is a really stupid idea. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Here, kitty, kitty, have some beef, you know. <laughs> <laughs> have my leg. Yeah, yeah, no, it was really kind of odd. But you got to think the queen was, was alive through, through this time frame where, oh, yeah. you know, even mm -hmm. conservation movements yeah. had changed over the years. Yeah. You know? I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, not being funny, when I first used to go to visit Sandringham, there was an entire room that was taken over uh, in the museum that was all heads that had been shot oh. by members of the royal family you know yeah, there was a wow. big, big tiger skin there yeah. was elephants and mm. tusks there were there was a rhino head you know yeah. there was ring box mm. you know but that was that was normal that, that yeah. was the last of the great white hunters you know mm -hmm. that's that part's changed and but you've got to think about what Prince William and Harry, they are really big on wildlife conservation, the environment, mm -hmm. really yeah. done some incredible, I mean, and they put their money behind it. They put their, well, you know, apart everything. From, apart from that, I mean, the, the main thing is they're putting their name behind it. Yeah, because, which is huge. Because it's, it's like, like Diana did with the mines, with the landmine mm -hmm. work that she did. She really and, did. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they actually put their name to something and they put themselves out there. I mean, it's like like the um, the, the para, para games, you know, Paralympic games. Mm -hmm. you know, the royal family are very much into that. In England, we hear a lot about mental health and mm -hmm. the royal family are very much into that, especially the two young boys. 
you know, and I call them boys, but they're men. Um, but you know, <laughs> they're very much into mental health. And That's it's nice. It, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, that is exactly mm. what we need people who are in the public eye to be doing. Mm. And, and the Queen has seen from, from being the, the elite up there where people wouldn't even dare speak in front of them to be now where you are one of the lads. And mm. especially with, with William and Harry, you know, they are more likely to get on the floor and play with the child if they visit a children's home. The Queen would never have done that when she started out. She had just waved at them with her royal wave. Mm, yes, the royal now, wave. Yeah, exactly. But now <laughs> they're actually getting down and in it, if you know what mm, I mean. Which is good. Well, it is, but it's a massive change. Yeah. I think Diana had a lot to do with that. Yeah. Lady Di, I mean, she mm. went out to the villages and mm. did a lot for uh, poverty. She did a lot for clean drinking water and food for, you know, yeah. just, you know, mm -hmm. places that, you know, were underdeveloped. And, yeah. you know, she just, she went out there. She held kids with AIDS. She didn't care. Yeah. She held. Yeah, yeah. AIDS, mm. AIDS was a big project for Diana as well. Mm. You know, which, she did a lot. Which also helped everybody else to realize that actually, um, you know, you're not going to catch AIDS by talking to someone. Right. Exactly. And I think that's that was the key shifting point in the royal families when she came on board and said, you know, I'm, if I'm going to be, you know, a princess, I'm going to go out and use it yeah. to I'm going to do something. I'm not going to sit back, you know, and she had incredible style. Yeah, she really did. And, and you see the I think, you know, the queen has seen all of that in her reign. And and she's she's adapted. That's a the that's thing. Amazing. She's had to adapt and change mm. with everything mm -hmm. that's going on in the world, and still be able. It, it's one thing to be a person who has to keep adapting and changing, right? And we have to do it in our businesses. We have to do yeah. it. You know, we're we're all adapting and changing, and it's hard. But then being in at this level of having to adapt and change in a global leadership role. Mm -hmm. And as a woman dealing with countries that don't care for women in leadership. Yep. Yep. And yep. in countries where they don't look at royalty as something important. So there's this whole, um, she dealt with a lot and with grace. I think she's got a lot of mm -hmm. grace. From yeah. what I've, and, and, I've seen. And, and when you see some of the pic, I mean, there's a lovely picture of her with that hat on in, in bright yellow, that bright yellow hat mm. and, and coat or whatever she's wearing. She looks absolutely glorious. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you still got to remember that she's in her 90s. Yeah. And she still gets about and does that. I mean, I know that my grandmother used to say uh, with the Queen Mother, um, she used to say, well, yeah, but she ain't done a day's work in her life. But, you know. <laughs> I love the, the Queen Mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my grandmother weren't quite so happy about it. But, <laughs> but you know, she's, she's, you've still got to realise that she she's 95, you know. And, yeah. And, She's, amazing. she's still getting about and still doing a lot of work. And although, yes, she probably doesn't get on her knees and scrub the floor, she, she's I'm still sure. doing a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm. What a good chat, Glenn. I know we, we get it's into fun. all kinds of topics, don't we? We always we get behave? involved. I know, and someone's going to send us emails. You know, somewhere we'll get like, <laughs> you're not supposed to say that. Yeah, probably. I'm never listening again. And then we'll go, okay, sorry. But, you know. Yeah, you know, we do our thing. We do That's our what thing. Happens. It's called integrity it, to what you it, believe. Then free yeah. speech. 
free speech is a <laughs> beautiful that? thing and something we must all work to protect. It's one Absolutely. of the most important things as we have these rulers do their thing that we protect the right to speak and read mm -hmm. and um, be able to disagree. It's a very yeah. important thing. Well, yeah, I mean, we can't agree with everything that everybody no. says. But no, as, long as, as long as we're not nasty and attacking everybody else, then we're mm -hmm. doing all right. We're just there is a way to have, you know, just I disagree or tell me why, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. um, you know, there's we've got to get to a place where people are communicating. And I think that's where diplomacy is important. And I think that going back to the Queen, sometimes I think that, you know, royal families bring in that diplomacy that's needed instead of two rulers just yelling at each other yeah. and not getting along. And I think, you know, we need, mm -hmm. and diplomacy's kind of gone out the window, it seems, in, in all these negotiations. I, I feel like Woodrow Wilson needs to come back to earth and kind of take everybody and say, let's, you know, we need the League of Nations, boys. Yeah, come I on. Think, <laughs> I think there should be a, I wish there was some kind of test that no matter what country you're in, if you're going to run or serve for office, that you should have to take the test. So the outcome would say, oh, this is just your self-interest for power, or yes, you truly want to serve the people. Mm. And if and if you don't pass, then you don't get to run for office. <laughs> well, that would help. If, yeah, it would, if people wouldn't it? it for, for themselves all the time, that would definitely help. Yes. But, yeah. but I think a lot of the, the situation nowadays, especially when I see things like the Houses of Parliament, they're just mm. shouting against each other. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I've now sort of come to the conclusion that we've got two ears and one mouth and we should mm -hmm. use them in that order. Exactly. You know, we should actually listen to what other people have got to say rather than try and shout over them. Yeah. And, and the, the thing that really annoys me with governments is that they always tell you what the other person has done wrong rather than tell you what they could actually mm. do to make it right. And that, that is a, what I need to hear is the solution. I don't want to see the problem. I need to hear yeah. the solution. Or I when saw, you watch those yeah. things, they're sleeping. Well, you know, <laughs> some of them, but I watched a video, it was a very short video the other day of the Israeli parliament, and they were debating women's rights, and they got up, and the men just were, they were beating the crap out of each other. And it was filmed. So that was their <laughs> parliament at work and they're wow. smashing each other fisting each other boom boom i was like this is like an old western i've, I've seen that yeah, in other parliaments i've seen that in like that other countries it was i've Israeli seen that happen parliament. yeah and that's you know, happened wow was it was yeah. that recent or like yeah, something just a about a week week ago two weeks wow. ago it's about that, doesn't sound, that doesn't sound very good does it <laughs> no it doesn't i was shocked you know because i i always thought that Israel was a little bit more um, progressive. progressive, yeah. What Especially with women's rights. I I never I I was like, wow, look at that. It was quite amazing. It was like the old West Bar Brawl. <laughs> <laughs> but it's happened. I mean, we've been in meetings just even a, a, a regular, like your by local Norfolk oh, kind gosh, of organization. Yeah. Remember and that? They, they were, well, it was, <laughs> I, I don't want to say who, what, and where. No. But, but... They, apparently they were <laughs> passing the brandy bottle around. Yes. Yeah. And then some of the leaders, I put in yes. quotation marks, 
uh, got into it and had a fist fight. Yeah. And I was there and I had to grab the checkbook for Say, the organization. And then the secretary started screeching at me. That's all you guys want is a checkbook. <laughs> and so the women started fighting. And I think we were supposed to be putting Christmas decorations together for mm. the local community. And wow. this is what happened. And we're just looking at this going, wow. I'm like, this is All right, this maybe is cool. the brandy wasn't this. a good idea at a local <laughs> Or yeah, I don't know, but we just looked. I mean, it was pretty. And people mm. that I liked were doing this. I was yeah. like, I didn't even know. Like, wow, okay. So yeah. it happens. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, so I don't know. I, I think... We get a little too tense on things, you know. We really do mm. in life. Some of us. Yeah. Well, like I say, are you running for self-interest or or to help the community? Yeah, that's, that's the big, big difference. Maybe tell. they should all meditate before they do anything. They need <laughs> to all sit and go through like ten minutes of meditation, guided yeah. meditation that will say, "Do good, do yeah. good." <laughs> <laughs> I think that might, all right. might be an idea. Glenn, thank you so much. It's always so much fun with you. Uh, everyone, mm-hmm. again, Glenn's website is norfolk-tours.co.uk. His article's up on Blend Radio and TV.com. You'll see him under our experts, and from there you can link through a gazillion of his articles and mm-hmm. interviews. So it's great to chat again. And so it'll be on for next. Uh, we've got another segment we've got to get recorded for February now. This is your January yeah, segment. So every fourth Saturday is, is Glenn. Lovely job. Look forward to it. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, you. for joining us. Keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. Take care, everyone. Bye. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.